good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I'm your co-host, Austin. We when survived it... another week? Yeah. Oh, you seem unsick this week. Yeah, I was kind of unsick last week. At least I was kind of like getting over that. Mm. Um, so that's been good. Um... It's definitely much better. Although, I have a sneaking suspicion that I got, like, everybody at work sick. And I feel mm. kind of, like, terrible about that. Nice. Well, I feel like I got our entire family sick. So, <laughs> uh, now I I guess I, I can feel responsible for your work if you want me to. Just by um, association. Yeah, probably. Father Zosima says we should take responsibility for the sins of all people. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know if it is either, but that's what Father Zosima says. I don't know who that is. He um, is a he is an elder in the Brothers Karamazov. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think I agree with that like at all. Um, I I think his his motivation isn't crazy. He what his point that he's trying to make is that um, if if bad things are happening in the world, we we can't just ignore them. And so his okay. his way of of emphasizing that is that we should we should feel responsibility for all the the bad things that are happening in the world. Okay. But he That's says it as the sins of others. Um, okay. So I maybe agree with that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I I just think the I I would maybe phrase it that way if it was 1880. I wouldn't phrase it that way presently. Yeah. No, I don't think I would. Yeah. I think you could probably clarify the idea you're trying to make more yeah. clearly. Yeah. Mhm. But fathers like Dostoevsky's dead, so I, I think he doesn't worry about it at this point. Probably not. But yeah, I was talking to mom and dad mm-hmm. Sunday, and dad was just like, "I think I'm gonna pass out and die." <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm talking to them over Skype, and he's just lying on the couch the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um. And mom and dad are also trying to sit... Mom and Zach are both also trying to sit on this couch. <laughs> uh, and Mist- Misty okay. wanted in on the action, too. So. Yeah, did he get in? Uh, not really. He just kind of sat there and was sniffing at people. Nice, nice. So, yeah, you have brought sickness upon us all. Sorry. Yeah. that We forgive you. Thank you. Do anything else exciting this weekend? Or I did. Um, that was about it. No, 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 no. Uh, Friday. No, that can't be right. It's not right. I forget what I did Friday. Same. Uh, but Saturday, uh, Amelia and I made some babka, which nice. is not chala or hala. Apparently, you can spell hala at you. You, it's it's called Hala, but you can spell it with a C. Okay. And so Peter, the author of this this bread making book that I have, spells it with mm-hmm. a C, and it was very confusing. I'm like, I'm trying to find Hala. I wasn't actually trying to find Hala. I was trying to find Babka, uh, but I couldn't because it was it was spelled with a C in this book. And so I'm looking in the index, and it, I I see no Hala. I only mm. see nothing because there's no H's. Um, but it was spelled with a C. Apparently, you can also spell Hanukkah in the same way. With a C. With a C. C H. I've seen that actually. Hanukkah. And I thought it was wrong. No, apparently it's a thing. I it's kind of like how you can spell, um, the. The, the Russian character that it's it's a it's like a backward N. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's typically spelled as an as an I. Uh, but some people write it as a as a Y. Increasingly in in modern times, um, like Tolstoy, mm-hmm. uh, used to be would typically have been spelled 
um, T O L S T O I um, in English. Um, but that's kind of fallen out of vogue and is now written uh, with an I. Okay. Just like an entree. But anyway. Uh, so, so what is babka or whatever you Babka is, made? it's like a, it's like a sweet bread. The, the dough is similar to that of a cinnamon bun. Okay. But you make it into a loaf. So you, you put chocolate, you, you take some chocolate, melt it in with some butter. And so you have chocolate butter, you spread that on it, you roll out the dough. And then you sprinkle more chocolate in it. You okay. roll two of those those things up. So you have two like chocolate-filled dough rolls. Mm-hmm. You cut them in half and then twist them together. And then you twist them together again. Uh, so you have this... It's like a rope of sweet dough and chocolate. Wow. That sounds pretty fantastic. It is, it, yeah. No, it's very good. Hmm. Um, and then we went and joined some other friends and watched Detective Pikachu. Nice. How was that? Um, it was. It was fun. It's. It's not okay. It's not a movie that you should be like. I wonder if any of that made sense, because okay. the answer is no, and that's not the point. The okay. The the. What the question you should be asking yourself is: Did I just see Pikachu volt tackle off a a hot air balloon of a Pokemon into Mewtwo? Because the answer to that question is yes, and it's that sounds likely. It's like that is that's Pokemon, right? That just um, sounds like was it a mouth meowth hot air balloon? Because that is it should be no. It's the like manga. Y- you know that um that stage from melee that's pokemon parade or something yeah pokemon party or whatever yeah with all the floating pokemon floating balloons yeah like that essentially happens in detective okay. pikachu and it's Probably. it's rad pokey floats pokey floats yes yeah um but there there should have been more there should have been more pokemon i was i was actually considerably disappointed how few distinct pokemon there were really in detective pikachu yeah fascinating like oh many of my favorites weren't there and i was i was i was sad about that not mm-hmm. even like dragonite and dragonite is not a niche pokemon by no, any it's means it's like everybody's favorite yeah no dragonite none of its evolutions wow. um i i wasn't expecting to see a halucha but I would have been excited to see Alucha, <laughs> um, I, which I did not see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping for for one of the just like one of the Pokemon that people just bash on for being terrible to show up. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to kind of see just like a Trubbish walking around at, as a trash bag, <laughs> uh, but I di- I didn't get to see any of that. I was kind of surprised that we didn't see any Lucario. Um, wow. uh, we didn't see any Blaziken. Um, and for some reason, are you familiar? The Pokemon isn't called Afro Bull, but it's a bull with an Afro. Um, is it like Taurus? Because I'm no, 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 yeah, exactly. So in, there were many times where they were showing some bull Pokemon. And instead of the bull Pokemon being Tauros, it was Afro Bull. Um, which of course is not its proper name. Google I, image for Afro Bull is not helping me a whole lot. Um, it's a uh, Bufalant, B-O-U-F-F-A-L-A-N-T. Here's an article entitled "Afro Bull for President." It's on Smogon. Yeah, it is on Smogon. Um. So there were many of them, which I thought was a uh, was an interesting choice. But everything okay. just looked really Pokemon. Um, yeah, and that was Even exciting. Though all the commercials seemed dark and dirty. No, just like people's people's costume design and okay. just like vibe. 
there's a character that you run into in the seedy underbelly who is wearing just a trench coat with an op- like an open shirtless trench coat with okay. a dragon tattoo on on his on his chest and like a gold chain. Uh it's Solid. just like if there is a guy that you find in the CD underbelly of the Pokemon world, it's that guy. It's true. Um there's a there's an evil corporation that's running the world mm-hmm. um and just is trying to take over the world. There uh, I so and so now that I was like I came away from this this movie thinking I just want to see Pokemon fight each other. There was like no Pokemon fights at all in this movie because wow. probably because the whole the animal backlash. slavery yeah. thing slash fighting. Mm-hmm. So which which really I really want to see a Pokemon black and white movie now or just like anything that you can think of. I want a Pokemon version of that. Indiana Jones Pokemon. Uh a t- like a time heist Pokemon. There's there's a Pokemon that controls time. Its name is Dialga. Yeah, I mean, it's a legendary, so it's kind of hard to find. Right. And Inter- honestly, it- there was already probably a movie about Dialga. Uh, yeah, but it could be live action. Interstellar. I... Remake Interstellar, but Palkia is the main character instead of Matthew McConaughey. Okay. I'm not convinced, but uh, maybe. What other movies it, are there? I don't know. A political... Th- oh, okay, here it is. Here it is. Mission Impossible, but everyone is a ditto. You know how in Mission Impossible, everyone's always tearing off their faces and it's somebody yeah, else? Yeah, they have those masks. Now they're dittos, and they can do it however they want. Fast and Furious, but the main character is Hitman Lee. I would watch that. Okay. Think about it. Conkle Dorer can be played by The Rock. I don't know who Conkle Dorer is. Don't Google it. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anything else about Pokemon before I talk about um, what I did on Saturday? Oh, no. What did you do this weekend? So on Saturday we had our extended, so we were wrapping up uh, Alpha for our youth group. Nice. And so you know how sometimes, I've seen that before. He just showed me Conquador, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm not sure how familiar with Alpha you are, but they have like the Alpha weekend or whatever. I have, I've, I've done the Alpha course. Okay, well, great. Well, this was Youth Alpha, so it's slightly different. But anyways, instead of doing the actual Alpha Week, Alpha Weekend, we just did, like, an extended youth group evening slash day. Mm-hmm. So, got there at, like, 3. We did the first session, I believe, was what we did first. We just kind of hung out, did the first session. We watched two of the, two of the sessions. Um... Then we went out and did, like, a nature hike, which the youth were very not excited about. Why? What's wrong with the youths today? I don't know. As I'm saying this, I'm realizing they're probably listening, so... (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that's fine. I think... So the problem was they were concerned that people were being left behind. Oh. Um, You know, that reminds... You know what that reminds me of? No. That one time we ran to uh, that one park. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, But it was a beautiful day for a hike, and we saw a beaver. We saw... I I asked Brendan what the bird was. Um, I forget what it was. It was a warbler or something, but it doesn't have warbler in their name. Um, Then we came back. We ate pizza, which was fantastic. We had ice cream. Where was it from? The, the pizza. La Festa. Best pizza mm. place around. And then we did the second session and had just kind of like time for prayer and time to be filled with the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit weekend. Yeah, I'm familiar. I was surprised by how charismatic the preacher to the Pope is. I don't know if you saw him in any of the sessions that 
if you watch the videos. But they were interviewed preacher to the Pope, which first off, I didn't realize that the Pope had a preacher. Yeah, no, that's news to me. And then second off, I was shocked by how charismatic he was. Well, Nicky Gumbel always surprised me by how charismatic he is. I don't know who Nicky Gumbel is. Nicky Gumbel is the real host of Alpha. I don't know what on earth y'all are watching. We're watching the Youth Alpha. I already told you this. Mm. Who's Nikki? Is it is Nikki spelled like a woman or like a man? Like a man. N i c k y, Gumble, G u m b e l. Oh yeah, he was in the video. He was like the creator of. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, we had it was like with young people. Young people are are are, espousing the Alpha Course. Um, I think they did it in tandem with the other Alpha Course. I think they just tried to make it more acceptable But it's to it's presented you. by young people. Yeah, I mean, they're in their 20s. Okay, well, Nicky's, like, in his 70s at least, so... Yeah, yeah, I know. He was in a couple... He They did, like, an interview or something with him. He's, he's old. But it was good. I thought it was a good time. Have you seen um, the Bear Grylls ad for Alpha? Uh, yeah, I think so, actually. Okay, nice. Yeah, because they also did, at church, they ran just the regular Alpha, too, so they showed us all those little mm-hmm. ads. Yeah, that was good. Alpha seems good. I, I, Alpha is Alpha is good. I, I am interested in doing seeing what the uh, the full course is like, but the youth course was great as well. Yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised by how good it was. I assumed that I would get nothing out of it, but I was there anyway. Mm-hmm. But I got a lot out of it. Yeah, I mean, I was getting stuff out of the youth alpha version, so mm-hmm. it's good stuff. So, that was Saturday? That was Saturday, yeah. Neither of us remember what we did Friday. Nope. I think I was doing laundry Friday. Nice. We should probably jump into this episode, because mm-hmm. time's moving on. So... This morning, as I was getting ready for work, I was watching um, John's most recent Hank Games video. Hank Games without Hank? Yep. If you're not familiar, Hank Green has taken over... No, sorry. John Green has taken over the Hank Games channel, which used to be Hank Green playing video games, but now it's basically just John Green playing FIFA. It... It's honestly, it's one of the most fun channels on, it's, okay, I don't know if it's one of the most fun channels on YouTube, but I think it's one of the more interesting channels on YouTube. So, it's also famous for John's uh, Pacifist Plays Fortnite, Mm -hmm. and Pacifist Plays, uh... GTA. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. I think Pacifist, him Pacifisting GTA is honestly amazing. It's so good. Highly recommend both of those series, um, which I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. On this, yeah, on we this. definitely have. But anyways, he also has a long running. So he has a long running um, show, I guess. I don't know. Series. Where he, a series where he plays FIFA as America's favorite third tier English football team, AFC Wimbledon, and answers questions at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, they. They are not a third tier team. They are now in the Premier League. Yeah, they in John Green world. They have now made it to the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but this this game was during the FA Cup final against my boys West Ham United. They're not really, but I mean, yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna join your lads down at the pub? Yeah. Um. Anyways, but the question he was asking is what we're really wanting to talk about. I'm, I'm more interested in talking about rather than the FIFA. Um, and the question was, I don't remember exactly what the question was. Maybe you remember it better word for word. But something along the lines of, why is my life not like the stories we see in books? Yeah, or like, how do you not feel disappointed with your life compared to the the worlds that um, authors and other creators have created for us? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I thought that would be interesting. I thought it was very similar to what I feel like Austin wants to talk about. It seems like it's a, it's a it is. question that you have wanted to talk about for a while slash have been sneaking into other yes. episodes. Um, so I, I didn't... I didn't really necessarily agree with what John ended up saying, and we don't necessarily have to linger too long on what he was saying. Um, well, what did he say? He, he kind of, at least what I got away from it, was that he was saying that the the stories is that our lives aren't necessarily like that, and that the stories that we tell about ourselves are what matters. Yeah, I, I do think that so in in a in a different video hank has said that we are the stories that we tell ourselves which i i think is just like is not even wrong it's it's just false mm-hmm. um we i i would say that we some of what we are or who we are is the stories we tell about ourselves but that it's just like that's i think that gives too much agency over our own lives okay so then what do you think about the idea that the story that our lives are what other people say about us or the stories that other people tell no i also disagree with that i think that gives other people too much agency over over our lives a lot a lot of 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 life is um just like random Okay. And a lot of those random things have really profound impacts on our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, like just where you were born. Um, are your parents still married? Um, how tall are you? Are, are you well? Are you chronically ill? Like so many of those things are random, but they have such profound effects on your life. So for, for to say that you know, we are the stories that we tell ourselves or we're the stories that other people tell about us, I I think gives, assumes more control over our lives than we actually have. Okay, okay. Um, I have a thought that kind of goes off that, but it also dives into Game of Thrones, so I oh, don't know. Oh, brilliant. I wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. Okay, so I don't, I want to make sure that these ideas keep interwoven and that we don't get off the rails talking about the Game of Thrones finale. But one thing I heard about the Game of Thrones finale, I didn't watch it, but I heard lots about it, is that Brienne, or whatever her name is in the actual pronunciation. Brienne of Tarth? Brienne, yeah. She ends up becoming the captain of the Kingsguard or whatever. The Lord Commander. The Lord Commander. And she writes in the ending of Jamie Lannister's story in the White Book or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It is called the and White so, Book. Wow. I haven't. Anyways. Um, and so in that sense, like, so in some ways, I think what, she, so then she ends up writing something along the lines of he was a great man and died with his queen or something like that. She, yeah, what, I, I what think it written? just said he died defending his queen. Right. And so one of the great things about Jamie Lannister's story is that his whole, the whole time he is known as the Kingslayer and his, his whole, everything about him is tarnished because he killed the king he was sworn to protect. And so the whole story, his whole story is like, in my opinion, is living with that, dealing with it, and trying to overcome that. And so then, in some ways, it's great to see how, even even though maybe Jamie didn't change a whole lot and he still did some kind of weird and terrible and gross things, that he still, the end of his story isn't ending with him saying he killed the Mad King Ares. It was that he died defending his queen. Um, and so, obviously, Brienne is taking some liberties in what the story that she's telling. Um, but in some ways, that is the story of 
Jamie that he was able to overcome that and die for his queen as opposed to kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, like I would say that that's a that's a story about Jamie, but it's not who Jamie is. Okay. Okay. Um, and and I think that gives like it, it's it's too biased to people who are alive. Okay. Okay, right. so what would what would you like to or say like, then? It's it's too biased to the future. Okay. So then what's what's the answer to the question? What's the answer to what question? The video what determines <laughs> what determines our our story. Like what like if we don't if other people don't what's the answer to the question? Oh, the answer is that it's way more complex than than either of those things like it our our lives it are like the the interweavings of random things that happen to us how we think about ourselves and how we respond to other people responding to us it, it's, it's it's like there's always f- feedback in in how we behave and and most of our behavior is is like already determined by just what we what we do for a job or something like i i know what tomorrow is approximately going to look like just based mm-hmm. on that's what i do with my time so i think i i i agree with john that most of our lives are meandering and plotless and most plot most of what we consider to be the story of our life is told in retrospect based on what's going on right now and so i i think the the story of our life is is kind of always fiction because it's it's less than what our life is and and so i think ideally the individual moment of your life should be more valuable than the story that we're telling about our life because i i think in a in a greater way right now is more real than what we'll say about now later okay so, so like i i don't know if i so what do you mean by more real? I would say, yeah, sure, it's more real, but I don't think it's necessarily more helpful. Uh, what do you mean by helpful? I, I think that there, I can experience something and that in the moment it is n- negatively impacts my life. However, I can then look back on that and say, okay, yeah, this is how it was like and it was terrible or whatever, but I can see what are the positive impacts of that event or that time mm-hmm. on my life. So yes, maybe it's more real, but I don't think it necessarily has, I think it actually has less impact. Right now has less impact than I see. I I think that's, I think that's a mistake of, of how we look at life. I, I don't think the way we, we shape our our stories about ourselves should be more important than how we're currently living because i don't i don't think that i'm shaping the story i'm saying this it, is what i learned from this time no but it always it always does like i like the way that you view an event changes the way you view a past event changes with what's going on in the future like i i I think that's fine why is that wrong right so it it's not like you learned a lesson from this time in your life what you what you learned and how you view a time in your life changes with the current circumstances of your life okay so like i'm i i have often thought i you know had i've made a huge mistake graduating from college when I did 
now I don't think that's true. But I've also, like, flipped between them. Like, before it happened, I thought it was a good idea. And then I thought it was a bad idea. And then I thought it was a bad idea. And then I thought it was a good idea. And, and that just, that flips constantly based on the present. So okay. yeah, I'm fine with that. But so so to me then it's like this the stories to me seem to be just these ad hoc things that we use to justify our our current life and be and like be content with the life that we currently live based on ignoring most of our life. I'm not sure I really am following what you're saying. So, like, saying that our lives are stories, I think, necessarily ignores most of our life. Because that's how stories work. Like... Right. Um, story... But... but, uh, Okay... I, I, I guess, like, why why do I need to remember all the individual moments of eating lunch and drinking water and using the bathroom? Why do I need to remember those events? I don't think you need to remember them, I, I, but I think you should, like, experience them with joy. I, I never say that you shouldn't. And I don't think that the characters in the stories did, but those aren't the things that shape who the characters are and no, how the no, story no. I, ends. I, I disagree. Like the the small things that you do are are more of your life than the important things you do. Okay. So I I think that we I should. I dis. I think I disagree with that. Okay. I don't think the I don't think the day to day matters. Oh, I completely disagree. I think our I our think, life is the day to day. I, but sure, but what I think is gonna matter at the end is not what I had for lunch, but what I did with the life that was given to me. Yeah, and you have lunch every day. Right, but sure, I I just don't think that. Those are sure, and maybe in the lunch impacts what happens in my life or the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. But I think ninety-five percent of lunches that I eat don't have a profound impact on my life, and so I don't need to remember them. I'm not saying don't enjoy them and don't enjoy life. I'm saying that doesn't have the same amount of impact and and doesn't matter. The impact as as what. It doesn't have the same amount of impact as what? As, like, life-changing events. Um, yeah, and, and I think, I think that's, it's, that's a, I think that's an unhelpful way to look at life. I think we should give as much, I, oh, I think we should give more weight to the, the, the daily, day-to-day things than the big shaping events because far and away our life is just what we do every day okay so i guess why because that like that's the time that we've been given right so so like why wouldn't we make the most time of it to to me what i what i worry about saying our lives is stories is that stories prioritize different things than than life stories prioritize like important events and um like big dynamic things that happen but but so much of life is the time between those big dynamic events so how like how do you live in the I think just kind of like the the lostness of okay. of every day, and and because that's so much of your life, to say that our lives is a story, we're just like, okay, 
the the years between big life changing events don't matter, and okay. I I think that's a mistake. I see what you're so you're saying so you're saying that our lives so you're not saying that our life doesn't have a story. Yeah. You're saying you're saying that the amount of our life that looks like these stories is such a small part of what our life actually is. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, our life has a has a story because things happen, but I think if we say our life is is only a story, we focus so much on the the big things that are happening because that's that's how we're we're biased by stories no i think that's fair and then i think it kind of fits in with what i'm saying so so what i'm saying is like those so the story aspects matter a lot i think just hear me out they matter a lot because then it forms how we then live in the in-between stories Mm -hmm. so so yes okay i think i see what you're saying but i do so so the question is so kind of going back to the question that was asked is it is is why does our lives not look like those stories yeah because i mean stories are 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 lies lies um well i okay I mean, I'll let you finish your thought. No, yeah, I would say they're lies because they're they're intentional, they're intentional distortions of what is true. Okay, I guess so. What I would say is that our lives do look like stories, just not all the time. And I would like I would say rarely. O- okay. Only rarely okay. do our lives look like stories because stories are such a a a condensing of life. Okay, so what's the point of stories? Um I think the the point of stories is to give us different ways of living. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. Um, I am, I'm never going to be alive in, um, 1780 as mm-hmm. an aristocratic woman. Okay. Um, uh, but I, regardless of that, I, there, there's commonalities between just the experience of the world for everyone and so seeing that in different people's ways of living i think i think it helps us live better okay so the point of stories you're saying is to be able to live other experiences i so that we can fully understand life i guess the the point i would uh, the underlying point that i ended up saying at the end there is that stories help us live better lives. Right. And so, well, okay. I'm, I'm not sure if this is what you're saying, but this is what I'm saying is that stories help us interpret the small stories that don't look anything like the actual books, but still have are a story aspects of our lives that change how we live. Mm-hmm. Because so in a sense I do. So like, Yes, my story is not going to my life and the the parts of my life that are the story if you will, right? Are not going to look like books that I read, you know. He talks about Harry Potter or whatever. My life isn't going to look like Harry Potter. But that doesn't mean that those times in my life don't get at the same ideas that the Harry Potter books are getting at and mm-hmm. those stories are telling, right? So, in a sense, I would argue that our lives do look like those stories, but there's more, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's not just it doesn't just end when the book ends. 
it continues on. And then our life is like, okay, what does Harry do after the seventh book? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, and so I think that that's what, I don't know. That's what I would think about is like, yes, our lives are like this because we are dealing with the same questions. We're dealing with the same issues. This, I mean, different. I mean, obviously it's different, but like the same ideas in our lives, but then our life goes on after the story. Yeah, I, I I would just say like our life is is so much more than just a story. Okay, so then so what's the what's the impact of that? Why why is that so important? Why is that so critical? That our life is more than a story. Yeah, I mean well, it seems so, to be something yeah. that is you're very passionate about. Yeah, so I, why I would, is it important? I would say so. I I think it is. It is in in no circumstances should we ever allow ourselves to say our lives are the stories that other people tell about us because i I think that is just a it's a road that leads to all kinds of horrible things okay so, so what should we say if so like if no one is is telling stories about you, does that mean you're nothing does are you do you have no value unless through the perception of other people? I understand this. What should we be saying? I I know. I, I'm just trying to be clear. Okay, great. Um, and I I think it it is it is sometimes not helpful to say that we're the stories we tell about ourselves because stories look different than real life. So I, I think what we should be saying is that the the things that we believe about ourselves shape how we live our lives. So is does our life I think what's what's useful about stories is that it can give us something to aspire to. But like there's there's so much more to life than just like i i cuz i think stories are too directed like stories have a point and so much of our life if it well, i think our lives have a point but we don't always know how that is actionable mhm and, and so and it, like living i think is a lot of the the point of life okay. so so how how do we how do we take advantage of the full life and not not be content to just like edit down like cut out parts of our lives to to shape what we think about ourselves okay so what does that look like um hopefully lots of contentedness um so the goal in life is to be content no i don't think the goal in life is to be content but i think contentedness should be a an outgrowth of our life okay like valuing the the small things we have valuing the time we have the sandwiches we eat even if it's a peanut butter and jelly every day right i mean don't get me wrong i love peanut butter and jellies but like what's that we got to do there's got to be something to do yeah there's lots of things to do but like I guess like so thinking about like we talked about an absolutely remarkable thing right yeah and one of the reasons why I didn't like it and maybe you didn't like it either is that April May doesn't change across the entire book right we get to the end yeah. of the book and nothing nothing has changed in her character and 
that's fine. People, some people don't change. But like the reason why I like to read stories where people change is because then it tells me that I can change, right? Because then mm -hmm. I believe in my life that I can change and that since I've seen it in this character, it's possible for me. And so like I don't want to like get to that lull in life, I guess, where I've, I've finished a story and now I'm at what happens after the story. I don't want to get there and just be like, okay, same as I was before, I want to actually have come out of that and changed, right? I, I want there to be some kind of change or growth. Right, yeah. I I, I would I disagree that it's, like, after the story. It, like, everything is the middle of, of the story. Like, I was listening to people talking about short stories, and they were saying that they like the ending of of short stories that you feel like the life of this person is over even if they're not dead it's just there's there's no more to say about this person and so i like the change happens in the small things that we do like okay. you, you don't there's not like someday you're better at running like you get better at running by running every day Right, right, right. I, I guess, like, what's driving this? Like, why does it all matter? It seems, like, is is the point of my life just to live for these small moments? I don't think that that's the point. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would, like, by life, I mean, like, eternal life. In the, okay. in the sense that, like, eternal life is knowing God. And so you can do that in everything. Okay, go into that more. So... Like we've we've been given life, and the point of that I think is to know God in our life, mm -hmm. and so like I I think that is because of you know his handiwork throughout the world we can know that in in everything we do right right no i i i'm okay with that i just didn't realize that was the presupposition you were coming from because you didn't say it um but like if we're yeah if you're coming from the presupposition that yes like my life is to know god and to be with god then yeah i totally agree like we do experience god in all of the everyday things whether i'm having lunch or doing something adventurous right like I don't have to be a part of a, a huge, crazy story to be able to know God. Um, but I guess what I was saying, like, if if you don't aren't coming from the perspective of like, okay, yes, the goal is to know God, then it sounds like you're just saying, okay, I want to live life just for these small little moments. Well, yeah, I mean, what what else would there be then at that point? I don't know. I just don't want to assume that everybody's coming from that same perspective. Okay, well, the, more of my... Why I feel more passionately about it, because it, it, it seems... Stories are so... Um merciless i guess in what they cut mm -hmm. it's like the advice for stories is always to cut things more mm -hmm. and like we only have so much time so why why try to make your life something that it's not if that means cutting parts of what you have right i'm not, I'm not saying that we should cut things from our lives cut time out of our lives that's I'm how saying... stories work though all right, I, I'm, I'm not even, I don't really care about, like, my life being a story or not. What I'm saying is I don't want to just be living for these little moments. Not that I can't live and experience God in these little moments. I want to be trying, I want to be saying, okay, what is, what does God have for me? What is there more? Like, yes, I can enjoy God in these little sandwich moments. But I think that there's also more than just those moments. Right, but that's how you, that's how you build to those things. Like you you can't you can't all of a sudden be somewhere. 
like you have to do this you have to live the day to day in between those things yeah but I just don't want to get stuck in that day to day and not look for something more yeah but I, I mean I, I think we shouldn't not even if we are in the day to day we shouldn't not be content with that right I'm not saying I mean like if your goal is to be a better runner if you don't win some marathon, but you get better at running, you're still a better runner. Right. I I guess I'm coming from more of this spot where I don't want to say that I am content in the day-to-day thinking that I'm getting better at running, but really I'm not. Well, then you're just right. lying to yourself anyway. Right. So th- I guess that's what I'm fearful of. I don't want to be in a position where I am content in my day-to-day lying to myself saying that I'm getting better when really I'm getting worse. Well, just don't do that then. Okay, yeah. That's easy, right? (laughs) Just don't do something. Yeah, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself that things are stories when they're more than that. Don't lie to yourself that you're improving when you're not. Right, but it's easier. Lying to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So that I guess that's what uh, that's my fear about. I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy the day to day and that you shouldn't, you know, just experience that and experience God through that. What I'm saying is I don't want to be in a spot where I'm in the day to day thinking that oh yeah I'm great and good when really I have become plateaued and I'm not actually growing any closer to God and knowing Him more. I'm not saying that necessarily has to happen in a story, quote-unquote story, part of your life. Um, I just want to not get trapped in that Mm -hmm. dwell, if you will. Not that we shouldn't dwell. I don't know. I don't know. I think you understand what I'm saying. Okay. Well... I think we kind of understand each other. We may still kind of disagree, but I think we're closer at least. Let us know what you're thinking, maybe. Maybe we're both completely wrong. But I, to, to, to lodge one final complaint at Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, Tyrion says, this is related, don't worry. Tyrion, for some reason, he is presented to the lords of the, of the land, and they're like, okay, we're electing a king for some reason all of the, out of the blue. And he's yeah. like, what unites people more? Stories. More than armies. More than gold. And I'm like, mm, I disagree. And then he's like, who has, he agrees with that. who has the best? Yeah, I know. That, that's something that people who write things tell, he, like, tell themselves. Okay. Um, and then he's like, who has the best story? It's Bran, and I'm like, Tyrion, have you been reading the book? It's not Bran. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah, we should save all of our comments until after we wrap this episode up. Yeah. Because it'll be a long episode if we don't. Although I guess maybe we could record that and add it. That up w- no, listen. Podcast. That was just about stories, so it was all okay. it was all on topic. No, I know. I just was thinking about things and wanted to start ranting, but mm. I need to stop. Well, recommend know. something. Okay, this may be the first time ever we have the same recommendation, but I could be wrong. But I'm recommending the Head and the Heart's new album, Living Mirage. Um. I, th- I think it's good. Um, I'm trying to find the track list here so I can give you my top songs. Um, so you, you texted me earlier this week asking about um, one of the songs being too poppy. Yeah, and you cruelly didn't respond. Yeah, I was going. I was in the middle of a response and then got distracted by something else. I don't know what it was. Probably work, to be honest. Um, but anyways, um, 
I didn't think that that song that you were mentioning was the most poppy. No, no, just the not a, not not the the sound or anything. Just the way they were saying the words. Like it I sounded think, like it sounded like Taylor Swift. I think that um, there's another one that's more poppy than it. Or like, let me find it here. Um, it's either. Um, It's either running through hell or up, up against the wall. I think up against the wall is more poppy than the first one. See you through my eyes. Anyways, either way, I think it's really good. I think that what I've been impressed with the head and the heart is that they have been able to change their style slightly while still staying on the same idea of their music um, while not changing too much where it's not good but changing it enough where it's still fresh. Um, they also have quite a bit of harmonica in this album, and I'm just a sucker for some good harmonica. Um, but I think my favorite songs are People Need a Melody, Honey Bee, um, and Running Through Hell. I think those are my favorite right now. I'm telling you, man, listen to... Just the, the literally the first line of that mm-hmm. song, See You Through My Eyes, it's like that delivery is so pop right now. Um, okay, I'll listen to it. Um, but I still think it's a good album and that everybody should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I have another recommendation? I mean, I can maybe hear it, but I'm not too convinced. Um, no, uh, listen to anyways, Taylor Swift now. In my in my weekly browse through new additions to Amazon Prime Music, um, and try to find something based on the album artwork, mm. um, slash titles. That I'm, seems fraught. It's it's been fun. So, anyways, I recently added to Amazon Prime was these uh, two albums that one of them was called Se- or, so Seven Days Walking Day Number One and Seven Days Walking Day Number Two by Ludovico Inundi. Anyways, he's some Italian composer, um, and it's just instrumental music. Um, that he is releasing one month at a time for seven months, so it's one for, like, each day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need instrumental music to do homework to or work to, this is the jam. Um, it's pretty good. But I'd rather listen to The Head and the Heart, to be honest, so. But that's just me. What do you got? Um... I have listened to the Head and the Hearts new album. I wasn't planning mm-hmm. to recommend it, but not not because I wasn't I didn't like it. I just I completely forgot. That's fair. Um, oh, that was like, so remember when we were at Anthony and Alana's and we were mm-hmm. trying to decide if um, putting a fried egg on a hot dog would be good or not, and then yeah. midnight came around and we were asleep. Yep. Well, we were spared. <laughs> No. No, no. Well, okay. Uh, Don't we, tell me that you put a fried no, egg on a Well, hot we dog. decided to up the up the up the game a little bit. It was like real sausages. Okay. And like instead of a hot dog bun, it was a a um a baguette and mm. fried egg. And then I was just like, let's make this a full English breakfast. Baked beans were on that puppy. I did see the baked beans. Yeah. I didn't know there was an egg on it. Oh, I mean, eggs are just parts of breakfast. Right, right. I didn't see the egg on the sausage. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was underneath of the sausage. Oh. And let me tell you, it was delicious. I believe it. Um, and then the second time we made it, that we we added uh, sautéed mushrooms and onions. Are you telling me that the two times in the last like few weeks you've had eggs on a sausage? Yeah. Wow. It's like a sandwich, but it's a hot dog. Okay, okay. 
It, it, it's just like a breakfast sandwich, I suppose. Right, it's like a long breakfast sandwich. What kind of sausage did you use? Um, it was just like some sausage I found at Aldi's. There was like cheese and some seasoning baked in it. Mm. I don't know. But it wasn't really like a breakfast sausage. I mean, I would assume people eat it for breakfast, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a but, little smoky or something. Right, right, right. But like breakfast sausage is a type of sausage. No, it was not a breakfast sausage. It was just like yeah, a yeah. normal sausage. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was delicious. Um, so wow. I would I would recommend that. I don't know if just like would it be good with sauerkraut on it too? Yeah, it would be. Okay. Um. The baked beans were a surprising heavy weight in, like, a okay. good sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I, I do enjoy the Head and the Heart's new album. Um, I like different songs. Um, That's fair and not surprising. I like Misconnection. Honey Bee is fun. <laughs> um, it's just so, like... Frolicky. Uh-huh. Like um, so far, I still like individual songs off their other albums better. I mean, that's fair. I oh. think I do as well. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No, I have headphones in. It's fine if I play music. Um, But what I was actually going to... What I was planning to recommend was um, Paul by N.T. Wright and a, a biography. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have been telling people that I feel like it's not a biography... Because it is very the Bible. Like, it's he doesn't have a lot of outside sources other than the Bible, except for, like... Which is fair. Well, it's just, it's, that's a, what I, what I come to a biography expecting is people trying to synthesize different sources for a person's life. But, so his biography is mostly, like, from his own writings. Um, which is just it's a it's a different way to write a biography and it involves a lot of speculation. Okay. Um but it's good. I, I like I think it's a it is a good the beginning is great as a an outline of Pauline theology. Um so I I, I think it's good. Uh, apparently it is it's it's a new thing to or it if it's not new it's a newly vogue thing to emphasize Paul's Jewishness which seems okay. which seems strange to me doesn't um, seem like a new thing no um but NT Wright apparently is is revolutionary in in the post-Reformation. Fascinating. Yeah. But, Paul, the head and heart's fun. Um, that fried eggs on sausage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine it as... Uh, just just imagine it's, it's like 2 a.m. You're in England. You're pub crawling. And mm-hmm. I'm there... <laughs> I'm there in a food truck and I'm handing out these puppies. <laughs> I I and in this in this situation I am making money hand over fist <laughs> as people are stumbling away with this you can hold imagine you can hold this in a single hand uh-huh. and it's England so you don't even need a brown bag. You can just mm-hmm. have a you can just have a can of whatever in in your right hand. No, put that in your left hand. Put this sandwich <laughs> Slash hot dog in your right the hand. The beer, the beer is in your other hand. Yeah, right, 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 right. And just, just make your make your way, you know. I mean, so whereas that's a great idea, you're not selling this very hard because the way you're selling it right now is that I have to be in a drunken stupor in order to enjoy it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's that's just how I optimize my profits. Like, it's it's great any time of the day. Um, 
and any it's great it's great as a as yeah as a breakfast on the go mm-hmm. um you might want to go light on the baked beans if you're like planning to eat it in your car and go make the eggs over hard yeah mm-hmm, yep um but if so if i'm trying to minimize the amount of time i'm staying in a food truck while mm-hmm. maximizing the amount of money i make i think 2 a.m in like south london no north london is the best place to be oh uh, yeah okay I can see that. What are you going to call your food truck? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just had a really bad thought. Uh. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But, uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's so good. I, yeah, no, I think we should lean into, into that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, Let's man, get out of here. Before it goes too bad. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Have a nice week.